Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. If you smell what The Rock is cooking... episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thanks for joining us again for another week of wrestling fun and frivolity and you might even learn something as well as I say good day to the boys, Walshy and Lyle. We should mention that... Testing course, one, two... Oh, we're not doing that this week? No. No, sorry. We usually do. Yeah, but we do that off air, Walshy. Oh, so, sorry. That's, we don't record that part. I didn't know we'd started. He, uh, the Rock... <laughs> Is uh, our music, of course, that you heard at the start. He defeated Triple H in our Facebook. He won uh, by poll. a solitary vote, Tony. And who did you vote for? I voted for The Rock. Cause... Who, who did you vote for, Lon? I voted for The Rock, but it did take me quite a while to make my decision. That was a tough one, this one. I voted for The Rock. There we go. So The Rock really lost if we didn't vote. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lucky. I couldn't find myself voting for Triple H, not in anything. Well, I'd vote for him in a few things. What? Favourite member of the McMahon family, for one. But he's not really. Well, uh, he's, are you part of your wife's family? He's only married into it. He's not actually a McMahon, though. Mm. Mm. Shane would probably be the cooler one to have a beer with, I think. Yeah, I think so. He'd yeah. jump off something, wouldn't he? Yeah, from one end of the bar to the other. <laughs> uh, boys, we've got a big show coming up. Uh, well, we're going to have a chat to, about a fair few things. And Adam Brooks to join us in just a sec, which we're all really excited about. Really excited, especially Lyle. I He's don't think Lyle slept for a week. I'm actually pretty nervous. This is a, <laughs> this is a bucket list thing. Cool. We'll talk to you in one sec. Uh, just first of all, Wright City Wrestling last week, we had uh, Dean Brady on. And the, the Wright City 200th show last week, uh, the, what I've heard, it was an amazing show. And the main event, which Dean Brady was in, apparently tore the, tore the house down. Your uh, girl defended a championship. Tomes girl, my favourite wrestler, Indy Hartwell. Yes, she defended that title. Jeez, he's quick to defend himself. Yeah, he yeah, well, well, in any controversy. My <laughs> girlfriend listens to this show. I'm not saying she's your girlfriend. I'm just saying she's your girl. She's, yeah. she's, she's my favourite wrestler. Favourite Female wrestler. wrestler or favourite wrestler full stop. Well, her and um, her and Buddy Miz. Murphy. Uh, who, Buddy who Murphy. Who I thought it was The Miz. I do like The Miz, but Buddy Murphy at the moment, I, I said it on last week's podcast, not having any bad matches, and obviously we'll be able to talk to Adam Brooks a little bit about him. Well, he did train uh, Adam Brooks. So. Do you, I'm going to give you the honour of doing the introduction to Adam Brooks. Would you like to do that, please? Oh, now you're making me sweat. Yes, okay. of course. Do you want me to go now? Yeah, now. All right. On the line, we are joined by the loose ledge all the way from Dingley, Mr. Adam Brooks. G'day, Adam. How are you? So joining us on the line now for a chat is Adam Brooks. G'day, Adam. How are you? I'm good, fellas. How are you? We are fantastic and so much happier for the fact that you've actually uh, joined us here tonight. Uh, welcome back to Australia. Thank you. It's, uh, it's honestly, man, like it's so sick to be back. Like, you know, I, uh, 
this is my home and like been away for a while like uh you do get that little bit of homesick but um you know obviously i was away doing doing my thing but uh yeah it's it's, it's honestly it's awesome to be back i can see the foes see me mate see me dogs <laughs> it's sick uh first of all i want to say uh welcome back mate um this is a massive bucket list thing for me, so excuse me if I mark out for a little bit. Uh, when we started doing this, yeah, when we started doing this three months ago, mate, this was one of my the first. It'll be the top top one or two interviews that we really wanted to get. Um, it's not about you, Lyle. That's all right, I'm putting myself out. Can sorry. I can I just say, and because this is a, a uh, an audio podcast, people can't actually visually see. Lyle's situation at the moment. But I'm, it's I'm weak at the knees. It's oh, embarrassing. I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm trying. I'll try and shape <laughs> up. My first question is: What is the major difference between where the UK scene is now compared to where the Aussie scene, well, where you think it is at the minute? How far behind is the Aussie scene from the UK scene? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Feel free to answer at any time, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, like, the UK scene, you know, it's booming right now. Everyone's going on about the UK scene. But um, being in Australia first, before going to the UK, like, um, I feel Australia's certainly getting there. And what I noticed over there is I honestly feel that some of the promotions within Australia are a little bit more organised than some of the places in the UK. And I don't say that as, like, a negative uh, at all. But um, there was it, there was just, like, a little bit of a difference, like, that I found. Um, but as far as where Australia's at, oh, I would be surprised if Australia isn't in a similar position than the UK in, like, five years. Like yeah, it's, it's hard. It's just, it's just hard to tell because there's it's, honestly it's a hard question. Like it's I funny. It's I, funny you bring it up though, Adam, because if, if you say we're about five years behind, I reckon I could probably go back about five years to when WWE probably took their first major pay per view to Wembley Stadium. Maybe a little bit longer than five years. So the fact that this is now happening in Australia at the MCG next month and maybe the you know it might continue in the years to come that could be the impotence for for that real uh, big leap in wrestling here well yeah possibly and then as well as like this new japan stuff that's going down you know with like at mcw and stuff like who knows like if wwe are sort of keeping their eye on that and they're thinking oh wow new japan is trying to sort of make their way into australia then they may swoop in kind of similar to the whole UK thing, you know, like the UK, they, they rebranded or they brought back that world of sports stuff. And then as soon as WWE heard about that, boom, there's the NXT UK thing that's happening. Not to mention, so, yeah, not to mention along with you, all of the um, Australians that are working in the UK at the moment, it's a, it's a good little, there's a good little pocket of Australians over there. Yeah, exactly, man. How much growth do you think you saw in your own performance uh, being away from home for the last nine months working uh, for the UK promotions? Uh, 
I think I saw a lot of growth because the style over there is it's obviously it's a certain style, and I didn't want to I didn't want to go over there and just wrestle that style the same as everybody else or or a majority sort of thing. Um, the stuff that I watch on on, on TV, like obviously that's where I want to be, and I try to build what I do and I try to when I put matches together not only do I want to put a good match together but I want there to be moments in that match because like you can go out there and you can do all these thick high spots and you know all these bloody bumps on your head whatever but like people are going to remember moments more so than you know a gnarly high spot so to speak so you know I try to I just try to put everything in there like I'll, I'll do the high spots I'll do all that and then like I'll try to somehow figure out a moment so that when people go home they can be like oh you know like remember when Rooksy or so and so like they did this and it wasn't like a high spot it was just a cool moment whether it's like I don't know me and Will we do like this cool flippy bloody thing he does this flippy thing and then it ends up with me just poking him in the eye like just little stuff like that but um I uh, I wrestled my first match back here last weekend at um, at RCW, and uh, I wrestled a guy called Rocky Monero who he's been around like the Adelaide scene for years. Like he's he's a good dude. He's like a veteran. He's a guy that I look up to and someone that really helped me early on in my career. Um, and you know <laughs> he's older, so he's not going to go out there and try to do some of the things that I do. But during that match, like. I think I was worrying more so about, like, the selling. I think that that's somewhat, like, of a, a bit of a lost art. Like, everyone says that, like, Osprey, he just goes out there and he just does all these high spots and blah, 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 blah. But when you're in the ring, like, when you're in the ring with him, like, it's like, you know, boom, 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 and then relax, sell, and then we go again. That's kind of what I'm trying, like, I've been trying to focus on uh, a lot more while I've been over there and then trying to implement that when I come back here. Sorry, I went on a bit then, didn't I? <laughs> no, no, that was great. Rather you talk than us. Yeah. Um, well, you did just uh, bring up Will Ospreay just then. I've got a funny story, antidote, uh, <laughs> involving you, uh, yours and Will's match from MCW that, you know, I think that uh, match probably helped put you on the map a, a fair bit. I was actually yeah, in the look, crowd. <laughs> I was actually in the crowd at Thornbury Theatre, and I can honestly say, and it doesn't embarrass me, the performance used to put on, and like you said, you know, yeah, you had the high flips and the bumps and everything like that, but the story you told, I was physically crying in the crowd. It was the... You're emotional, man. I, I, I was. Connected emotional. I wasn't the only one crying in the crowd either because just the atmosphere of the whole six, seven hundred people there and the story they told. and Fantastic. You know, I think the match went for 30 minutes. It, the ride, and it felt like collectively we were all there, you know, in a capsule of something amazing when we witnessed something amazing. So I thought I'd just share that little story. Um I, I appreciate that, man. You weren't the only one crying, dude. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know there, there was there was a fair few grown men crying, and I thought there's sometimes wrestling. There's no better place to be. Um, so, touching on that, how how much has Will Osprey helped you in your your career? Uh, 
Oh, dude, tremendously. Tremendously. I, I put him, you know, as a guy in the same category as like a Matt Silver or, well, Buddy Murphy now, as, as a guy that's helped me immensely. And I was saying just before, Buddy Murphy's probably my, at the moment, I think he's almost the best wrestler in, in WWE. So, uh, that's a fair, that's a fair call, man. Like I, 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 I don't want to be biased, but, uh, it's kind of hard to disagree. He's, uh, he's killing it. He's doing some good stuff. Doesn't have bad matches. Nope. I mean, he, he, he thinks he does. <laughs> you don't, you don't grow though if you you don't grow if you're not critical of your own performance. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't, believe me, man. I hear it all the time. You, can, you know, well, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I'm like, dude, what are you on about, man? Like, it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite funny okay. because uh, next week we're interviewing Crackerjack, and uh, you and Crackerjack were pretty close there at one stage as tag team champions. Yeah, oh yeah, we were tag team champions, and uh, we're also still married. Apparently, we got married at Wrestle Rock. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great place to get married. Well, it's only just become legal, so it's probably more <laughs> binding now than it was at the time. Yeah, and like the funny thing is, like the the uh, the celebrant, the guy that did the marriage, he's actually gay. <laughs> so like, it was just like this really cool story, and then like you know, he got excited because he was doing a gay marriage. Like it was just a funny inside joke, like. It was really, really cool. And, I, if it, you know, there's probably going to be people that will listen to this and think that I'm being negative about gay people. I'm not being negative at all. Like, the, the dude's like my best friend, so. No, you and, and you've got history on your side, mate. Nothing ever goes wrong with a wrestling wedding or a marriage, so you'll be right. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, man. There's but, always happy. So in yeah, we, yeah, we were tag team champs for a while, and then we, uh, we're also still married, so. Hopefully that can end up in a divorce soon or something. <laughs> we'll put it to him next week for you. Yeah, yeah, sick. <laughs> you don't want him taking yeah. half your stuff, though. Oh, he'll take it he'll anyway. Be a good, he'll be a good guest. He'll <laughs> be such a good guest. You no. guys will love chatting with him. He's nuts. Yeah, and I've known him for a very long time, and he's just he's a legend in wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's a super nice dude as well. Yeah. Um. So you've been away for the best part of a year, and... and it doesn't sound like a long time, but in that time, I mean, a lot of guys have emerged in Australia. Anyone who you particularly want to, like, looking forward to getting in the ring with? Well, yeah, it's happening this weekend. Stevie I know. Philippe. <laughs> yeah, Stevie Philippe. I, uh, I was pushing to work with him uh, before I left, but uh, obviously, there's, you know, I don't run the bloody show. I just do what I'm told. But, um, yeah, it's finally happening. Stevie. Stevie's... Uh, I think he's going to be, like, the next guy to sort of break out within Australia. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited to uh, work with him this weekend. As I think we all are, the fans, MCW mm. fans. As soon as that got announced, that was, you know, it, you have to get there to watch that. Adam, did you, yeah. have a, did you have an opportunity to have a chat to any of the other guys that have been to the UK in the past, guys like Slade Mercer and the like, and, and sort of talk to them about what it was like over there? No, I didn't. Because me and Slade, obviously, Slade's another good dude. Um, I wish I saw him more, but he works on, you know, different shows that, I, that mm. I'm usually on. Um, so, no, I didn't really get a chance to really talk to Slade. Um, yeah, I kind of, I was at a point in my life where I just sort of, I felt I needed something different and, like, 
um, I just had to kind of get away for, you know, a while just for like personal reasons and stuff. But, um, no, I didn't really talk to anyone besides, besides Will. And yeah, Will, you know, opened up his, uh, his arms and allowed me to, you know, hang out at his house with him and his family. That's cool. So yeah, I'm extremely grateful for, uh, to Will, you know, allowing me into his house. Uh, that's good. Um, you wrestled so many different promotions while you were over there. Would uh, Ring of Honor be one of the highlights uh, <laughs> while you're there? Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, that was kind of cool. I was I was sort of blown away when um, you know I got the I got an email, you know, saying hey, you know, we want to work, we want to use you, we want you to be, we want you to get in there with Jay Lethal. I was like, whoa, like it's a chance at the moment. <laughs> And, um, but it was like a really cool little full circle sort of moment because uh, in April of 2013, I like I packed up my stuff and I I went to Philadelphia for a few weeks to attend a, an ROH seminar camp. And the the head coach that weekend was uh, it was Jay Lethal. And then you know years later, I'm wrestling on an, an ROH show and he's champ against the guy that was the head coach back at that seminar all those years ago. So. That was a cool little moment, man, and it was a great experience. No, definitely. That those little moments that come along in their career, like they're the the pats on the back that just keep the motivation going that you're on the right track. Yeah, absolutely, man. No, it was a good match too. Really good match. Oh, thank you. I, I haven't had the chance to watch it back yet, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people were saying that uh, it was, you know, it was a good, it was a good match. So, you know, I'm glad that people enjoyed it. You know. So close your eyes, mate. Think about five years down the track. Where are you? What's happening? Uh, um, I kind of just try to take stuff day by day. Like, I know where I want to be in five years, but, like, I try not to think about it. And I say, like, I say this all the time to Matt. I'm like, you know, I want to be in WWE. I want to get to WWE, blah, 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 blah. But he's constantly, like, just kind of, keeping me on, like, I guess a narrow path and just saying, like, enjoy what you're doing day by day. Stop constantly worrying and focusing about being here because if it unfortunately doesn't happen, you'll probably just think of yourself as a failure. Sort of, or you, you might think that you've failed, you know? And, mm. like, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't want opportunities elsewhere, whether it be, like, a New Japan or, like, even, like, an Impact Wrestling, like, Impact doing some really good stuff these days. Like, I watch their product. Um, I've always been a big fan of their product, even, you know, during some of their lower points. Like, I've always looked at that as, like, an alternative. So, yeah, it's just a day-by-day thing, man. Like, yeah. But, so, yeah, I want to be, like, I want to be in WWE with my friends. Like, that'd be sick. <laughs> and, and, so, and so you should, they're the aspirations you should have. And, and does a girl like Matt actually say to you, Adam... Because obviously he knows what it's taken, he knows what it, it takes to get to where he's at. Does he say yep. to you, mate, this is probably where you're at now, this is probably what you need to do to get there? Mm-hmm. Have you guys spoken on that level? Oh, yeah, we speak about that stuff all the time. And that's kind of uh, something that I've worked on uh, in my return to Australia. You know, like, you've got you to gotta evolve, you've got to constantly be trying to look different and stuff so like yeah i uh i'm gonna have a completely different look this weekend than i did back in december 
which I'm excited for people to see. And surely Le- Alexa's got some stroke. Surely we can get her to put in a good word for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, Alexa, give us a get us a job, will you? <laughs> That's all. That's not that as much. <laughs> yeah, that'd be handy. <laughs> but yeah, if she did, if she did have some stroke, I'm sure I'd be there by now. But <laughs> so, just busy dealing with uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I know. Uh, this weekend, obviously, your first match back in Melbourne. Stevie yeah. Philippe, I've got to say that uh, we are salivating at the thought of watching that match. Uh, and now you're telling us you're going to get a new look and things like that. Um, so New music? I've got new music as well. Jeez. I heard that. Yeah, seen that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, due to, you know, due to MCW sort of like, you know, growing and stuff, like they've, uh, they've ran into some copyright issues. So they're in the works of changing everyone's music. And uh, I was actually... Uh, I was actually with the the promoter last night, and um, he mentioned he wanted to change my music, and I was like, oh, like I've gotten so used to what I've been using, like I don't know, man. But uh, he 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 whipped up this demo, and it sounds sick. I was like, I was like, man, this is sick. <laughs> you know, when, can I use that this weekend? And he's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're just there's a few more things they have to uh, to add into it, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Is it Limp Biscuit inspired at all? Of course it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> of course it is. I could, they know they know that I'm a huge Limp Biscuit guy, and I said to him, "Look, if it sounds Limp Biscuit ish, if it sounds similar to my old stuff, dude, like I'm sure it'll be sweet, I mean, amazing." So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, tell us about the Swanton dive and why that became your finishing move. Well, I don't know. Ask Jeff Hardy that question, bro. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I uh, will, when we talk to him I, I, in three weeks' I, time. Uh, obviously, like, you know, he's the reason that I uh, fell in love with this. And uh, when I when I first started wrestling, the first thing I wanted to do at training before I learned how to bump or <laughs> any of that, uh, all I wanted to do was get on the top row of Swanton. <laughs> so uh, I've been using that. Uh, yeah, ever since. I try not to do it as much these days. I'm trying to just change some stuff up. And, it, you know, it hurts my bum it's these days. It's not good for you. <laughs> nah, it, it, hurt, it hurts my tailbone a little bit these days. But uh, every now and then I'll bust it out. I'm sure I'll, bust, I'll, I'll have to bust it out this weekend. We'll see. <laughs> All right, mate. We really do appreciate your time, Adam. Thanks so much for being with us uh, tonight. We're so happy to have you back here in Australia. And uh, hopefully, uh, how, is there an idea of how long you're here for? Uh, I will mention something after the after my match this weekend. I think Ooh, we'll see. Okay. I like that. Doing anything now? I'd rather do it, uh, you know, in front of the crowd um, and just let them know what's up. Oh, no, that's fair enough too. So, uh, well, we've given everyone to head up. That uh, if you want to find out what he's doing, Adam Brooks, get along to the show on the weekend, uh, MCW, and find yeah. out exactly what is happening. Mate, thanks for your time. Really do appreciate it. And we look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you so much, guys. It was, uh, it was good to chat with you, bloke. Uh, thank you very much, mate. Good. Adam Brooks joining us here on the Turnbuckle.
and welcome back to On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tell us about your music choice, Welshy. I just like the song. Oh, fair enough. It's good. I, I like mean, to picture Adam Cole coming out and the boom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kyle O'Reilly playing the guitar with the belt. It's, yeah. It's a very good song. Adam Cole, baby. Uh, speaking of Adams, he was good. Adam Brooks. Amazing. Oh, he's a champion. Amazing. Oh, you nearly teared up at the interview as well. I felt that way. Yeah. yeah. It was you going can that see way. see the goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I look forward to going and say hello to him on Saturday night, and Lyle hopes everyone will come and say hello to him on Saturday night as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'll introduce you to Welshie. Oh, beautiful. Uh, All In was on our screens last weekend. Has it changed the wrestling landscape, do you reckon? I hope so. I hope so. Just to give more uh, viable options for the workers that they can, you know, like what Adam Brooks was talking about, obviously, uh, his ultimate goal, childhood dream being WWE. But I think the landscape could change where you can still make a really good career, have a, make a really good living by not going to WWE. I know those spots are pretty small at the minute, but, you know, I think we're on a verge of something that's mm. there. The fans want that viable alternative, which TNA probably should have had. They should have been doing, you know, they've, failed a few times mm. well wrestlers want to work full-time as a wrestler yeah. and at the moment the main way to do that's at wwe yep and uh probably new japan yeah if you if you get a new japan contract or a ring of honor contract you know to really it gives you a profile to to work indie shows and make a living which is yep. good new japan and ring of honor contracts are they similar to wwe contracts where they own you effectively no, no. so uh, okay. Usually, your Ring of Honor contract is your U- USA exclusivity, yep. and Japan similar. Where, yeah, fair enough. Where a lot of workers work for both companies. Yeah. Um, but with All In, uh, obviously, it's it's great to see. It was sort of a celebration of wrestling. Yeah, I think it's uh, like three the, guys, you know, Cody and the Young Bucks, betting on themselves. You know, like the, the going row, all going the, all in. The front row looked a little bit like a. The police lineup of sex offenders <laughs> probably would have been the second, third, and fourth. It would. It was a lot of black t-shirts. I will. I will admit. If you went in a white t-shirt, I reckon that you might have not got in through the. Yeah, dress I did see on Twitter in the the build up to it with all the crowd shots of the people just lining up outside. I think, and I mentioned on Twitter, I said, "That's it. I'm not buying any more black wrestling t-shirts. I'm going to go the opposite way." Luckily, I got myself a Robbie Eagles white one the other week. Um, but no, nah, it was a phenomenal show. Yeah. They they really. They're in the art of giving the fans what they want instead of telling the fans what they want, which is what WWE... So it's like that counter mm. to what WWE do. Most of the matches are really good. Uh, one of the best booked Battle Royals that I've seen. And uh, Battle Royals can be, you know, elbow Just, shot, elbow yeah, shot. Kick a guy in the corner, shot, throw take over a rest. Right. This one, it was well booked. It was thought out. I'd like to see more of that everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there's no excuse now for boring battle royals. You can have nah. storyline go through your battle royal, which is good. If you're going to be hypercritical, you don't want to, but I am that guy, so I'll be <laughs> hypercritical. Uh, obviously, they need more leadership backstage. Someone needs to be in charge. I think that your friends can take advantage of you, and I think that's what happened, which left the main event with a 12-minute match yeah, it was, instead of a 25-minute yeah, match. Yeah, I think it, it fell about 13 or 14 minutes short from all reports. Yeah, you know, Okada and 
Marty's crew will probably win in the business for themselves, if you want to say that. Well, they went 12 minutes long. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's ridiculous. And, you know, with time constraints with the US pay-per-view, it'd be different if it was just stream. It'd be fine, but, yeah, they had to get... Yeah, it was rushed, yeah, which is a little disappointing because I think we spoke off-air about, um, like, Rey Mysterio's not going to have that chance to be in uh, that three-man tag again. No, well, Rey's going to the WWE. Yeah, so, reports, so a little bit disappointing, and, and, you know, probably... Personally and professionally, the Young Bucks would be disappointed that they didn't, you know, and it was a abrupt ending. You know, you, probably you missed out on 45 super kicks. <laughs> well, it, you know, it just didn't turn into the super kick party that it probably could have. But no, uh, you know, up and down the card, like I really thought Cody Rhodes and, you know, look, the, the promos leading up to it, they brought some relevance back to the NWA title. Uh, and that was probably the big match feel. Well, it was Leading also, the, I mean, kudos for making people excited about a Nick Aldis match as well. Well, there is that as well, you know. Uh, yeah, he's pretty dry. Uh, but his interviews are all right when... Look, he played know, his part. Yeah, he, he played he his did, part. Yeah, and it was a nice touch to throw back to That was probably just one of the worst matches on the card too, like yeah. uh, for actual in-ring work, but the yeah. storyline makes yeah. up for it. Yeah, if it didn't have that emotional time with the Dusty and I think it's 36 years... And, you know, being the first father and son to hold that title, obviously. You know, and it meant a lot to Cody, yeah. which translates to the fans being in that building. You know, they really wanted him to see it. It had a lot of heat in it. So. Did Cody's dog get the biggest pop of the night? 100% it did. 100% it did. And that just shows, it does goes to show you, you can get anything over if you try. Well, yeah. Perry Satin got a mop over. Well, that was a different era. Hey, you spoke about it being a celebration of wrestling. Uh, we also saw on Sunday night a celebration of life, and it was the life of Andre the Giant in the SBS documentary. I'll get your thoughts on that, guys. Are we just going to be- talk about all the times I've cried during wrestling? Is that what this podcast uh, is that, about? That'll, that'll be a new podcast series, I think. <laughs> you know what? I felt I felt the same. Yeah. It was, uh, a, real, it was a sad... I didn't realise just how sad his life was. Yeah, and how how tough, like, the track, like, that Japanese... Flying to Japan yeah, story with the curtain. Him, that photo of him in the front seat, and, and like yeah. his bum was pouring over the side of the seat. He's that yeah. big. Yeah, t- yeah, tough, tough existence. But you know, he didn't want to be alone, and you could feel like that from Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. They just loved him, and they wanted him around. Yeah, well, I'm not 100 percent sold on Vince in the documentary. I'll tell you, like Vince you, is not an emotional guy. This is a guy who gets angry at himself if he sneezes because he should be better than that. And that's not a made-up story. That's <laughs> a fact of Vince McMahon. That's the most emotion I've seen Vince actually show. He looks like he's not the kind yeah, of guy who... Was it genuine or was it, it was It was definitely just, genuine uh, because you could see he was uncomfortable with himself yeah. for having those okay. feelings and try to keep pushing on. Especially that question towards the end where they said, you know, when he passed away... Will you miss him or now that he's passed away? And he sort of took that moment to think about it. And yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, for me, it felt real because I know that Vince is emotionally, for want of a better word, sort of retarded emotionally. He doesn't, he, he he's not capable of a lot of those emotions, which is probably why he works, what, 20 hours a day? Yeah. For me, the and it was a great documentary, the best five minutes for me was Hulk Hogan. Explaining the the match in WrestleMania three and how that how that all came about and how he had that you know Andre held him right to the last second before you know they even knew what was going to happen and then how Hogan rode out the match and it actually started to happen exactly the way it was. It was just, it was just a really good insight as to how those guys go about it. He's, he's a, a good, really good storyteller. He's a good storyteller. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how true that. it is, but I know that um, 
Hulk's a good storyteller. He was a good storyteller in the ring, and he's a good storyteller yeah, out of the yeah, ring. Yeah. So if you interview him, he'll make that interview entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it was. It was good. It was good. It got good ratings, too. Oh, did it? 100,000 people in just in Melbourne alone. Gee, that's Melbourne it. rated the best. And if you want to cash so it... So the entire audience that listens to On the Turnbuckle. Yep. And then a couple of extras. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can catch it still. It's on SBS On Demand. So if you haven't seen it yet, yeah, get on to Highly it. Highly recommend. Uh, you guys went to Battle Championship Wrestling last Friday for their Extreme Battle Tour. And look, it's 2018. And the Battle Champion... The Battle... Championship wrestling champions are currently Molina and RVD. No, seriously, I think we're all just lucky that the the public enemy are no longer with us, or else they'd be the tag team champions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe. Look, um, how was he? How was RVD? Oh, there's a there's a couple of little botches, but look, RVD. Look, no one's there to see these guys be who they were 15 years ago. It's Luckily a nostalgia thing. Well, luckily for Sabu as well. Because these guys... How was Sabu? Well, he can barely walk. Yeah. But he still dropped the but leg... But he's been like that for 15 years. He still dropped the leg drop off the top of the ladder, and he shouldn't be doing that. No. He, if, if you're standing right beside him and he doesn't move, he looks good if you're going to get a he photo with him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. He's, he's still in really good nick. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Just but even before the match, he when he's walking past the ring and stuff like that, yeah, he he can barely move. Zimmer frame, I reckon. Tanaka was. still works like a amazing, almost like a million bucks. Amazing. I wouldn't be offended if he showed up on national TV somewhere, just in a hard hitting match, just boom boom, and he's out. Yeah, you know, he he was the yeah you know, the ECW throwback. Other than RVD, worked really hard. Yeah, he, he was did. Bit, like he, he didn't. He put in like Sid's. Yeah, Sid's a good worker. So yeah, obviously can. that's. Sid's going to carry his half of the yeah. match then a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, WWE have announced a second mixed match challenge. Yeah, I'm a bit up in the air about this. It hurts 205 Live. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I don't know, watching it on Facebook Live. It well, we can't in Australia. Oh, we can't? No. That's unfortunate. No, we have to wait two weeks to get the match. Oh, okay. So it makes it a little bit tough. Uh, but look, um, anything that gets a new storyline. I mean, that's obviously a new vehicle for them. Good luck to them, but yeah, it's not really for me, personally. Hmm. Fair enough. What do you think of it, Tony? No, no, no I have no thoughts on it. Absolutely none. Well, you're typing a letter to the editor. You're writing, no, no, to, no, no, you're writing to Andrew Bolt. No, I'm <laughs> uh, just doing some research. Uh, Monday Night Raw, boys. It was weird. I... Didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It, it forwarded some storylines, which is good. Yeah. And I like seeing the Shield get beaten down at the end because I'm not a Shield guy. But what about them being arrested and what happened? All well, there? they broke the law, Tony. But yeah. is it? But is it a wrestling ring where you actually fight? Well, they weren't in a match. And you got to suspend your disbelief. What you don't think the judge was there to? Stone Cold got yeah. arrested how many times? No, oh, countless times, and he always came back. And he wasn't always well, I want to work out how they got released from jail and came back in the police car, though. Oh, that's, that's a good point. That's nice of the police. Maybe they couldn't get an Uber. And Kevin Owens obviously forgiven Braun Strowman for bullying him for all those months. <laughs> he led the charge out, even though he quit last week. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's uh, <laughs> interesting. And what do you think? Uh, obviously, uh, the GM of 205 Live is now managing the Authors of Pain. Well, I did see there's a couple of memes going around that uh, 
bring your son to work day. <laughs> so, I'm actually, I have no idea uh, what's going to become it. He's a good talker. I wouldn't and, have him in the authors of paint. No, though, no, no. He, he looks should, like an action figure. Yeah, he should. <laughs> like, literally, like to a scale. Bell. Like, he's got the... <laughs> He's got the, the bad tan, like the over tan. Yeah, I think he tan. should just go back to any suit like he's on 205 Live and just be the pro- ultra professional. Be I'm a, a GM and I'm also... I'm a promoter. Yeah, he can, he can do that. One one thing I I did really like on Raw was Chad Gable. Yeah, they gave him the shine. They made him look like a superstar. And, and that can rub off to Bobby Roode. And well, cool. Bobby Roode's persona is fine. He's obviously limited in the ring. Mm. He does look good. You put Chad Gable, who is amazing in the ring, but doesn't seem to be connecting with the fans, put them together. I think you've got a team because every time I see Chad Gable wrestle, I'm like, how is this guy not on top? Yeah. He is uh, freakishly strong for his size. He's an Olympic athlete. He's got a great look. Yeah, I think so. And they let, yeah, like I said, they gave him all the shine. They let him do all his suplexes and get the, get the win. So a lot of love there for Ronda Rousey. At the moment? Yeah, well, Rhonda's... Uh, obviously, she won the locker room over through hard work. And I don't know about the Bellas being the feud. Like, Yeah. N- uh, Nikki looked really limited in the ring. Yeah, well, they'd been out for so long, and they weren't extraordinary workers before that. I thought Nikki had improved to the point where she was... You know, not She's not going to be an amazing worker, but yeah. she was a good worker. I... I just don't know if um, that's a story that needs to be told. I'd rather see Ronda, because we don't know how long we've got her for, just having the good matches with the yeah. best people. And there's so many talented girls on that roster. Let them let them go. You know? I mean, you don't know how long you've got her for. She, well, she won't go back to UFC now. Yeah, but she no, might She might go back to UFC, but she, she might want to have a family at some stage. Yeah. Which she's, she's Movies said. and different endorsements and stuff like that. Mm. She could get injured. Yeah. Are we gonna, we're going to talk about HBK? What's a, is, he I, com- is he coming back? Those, those biceps and that tan tell me he's coming back. He looked like he could get in the ring tomorrow and still have a better match, well, definitely than Mojo. Well, he's going to get in the ring in a month's time. Is he? Why? Hasn't been announced. No? Okay. Oh, where do you know, Tone? you know you got no, people in the industry. Right. You've been talking to someone. Uh, you keeping that? Is that what you're typing then? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because right. I think uh, I'd love to see the match in Melbourne turns with a triple threat. It won't happen. But I think I think what will happen is we're going to see HBK versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think that we'll see that. You reckon they'll drag it out that long? Yeah. That'd be good. Well, that, is there another stage that's worthy of it? Oh, Saudi Arabia's got a lot of money. <laughs> they do, and then they're going back in November. But that's I, I think that might be a house show. Still millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I want to see... I want to see... If HBK comes back, the only thing that would get him back in... Would be something like the Undertaker saying, "It's my last match, and I want, yep. I want our last match to be against each other." Yeah, like I think that's something that would interest him. Triple H referee that one. Um, yeah, or Drake Maverick. He can wear another hat. He can. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that trench coat would be dragging on the ground. SmackDown. Yeah, I think I'm the only one who's seen SmackDown. No, no, yeah, I, I, I did actually caught it this week. Oh. I did. It's actually a really good show. It was a good show. I mean. Raw truth in the main event raises an eyebrow too. <laughs> that, that just means if you stick at something long enough, it'll pay dividends. Yeah, that's you know now he'll be probably won't even be on the next. Well, he's, three in, or the four mix, shows. he's in the mixed match challenge. Well, there so. you go. So probably just had to get his name back out there. And I think I was saying off, <laughs> off air, 
he's over to the live crowd. Like, I've taken my son, you know, when they've come over, and he gets that song over, and uh, he's passable in the ring. So. I, um, I enjoyed the Miz, Daniel Bryan stuff, where the Miz... I was at the arena earlier, I challenged you, and, like, the back and forth there is quite good. Yep. I think that they are telling a story out of the ring. I want them to really tell that story in the ring now. Yep. Probably not going to get it at Hell in the Cell, though. Nah. No. Super, what, what, super, but, sorry, but, mate. But, oh, I just no, wanted no. to touch on the, the Iconics, their little uh, <coughs> oh, yeah. No yeah. Me, Naomi shtick before It wasn't their in. best shtick, but anything that gets the Iconics on my TV screen... I'm good with. Yeah. I just wish Peyton would get more opportunities to wrestle. Yeah. She's not getting that at the moment. But, look, she's on TV on WWE television. Like, it's yep. a, it's consistently, it's pretty good. Uh, those girls are ta- very talented. Yeah. And they've got a match at Super Showdown now. Yeah. WWE, Super Showdown, MCG, a couple of new matches. You're not listening to us today, are you? No. <laughs> I segued that already. Did you? Yeah, so the, the Iconics are wrestling against Asuka and Naomi. No me. <laughs> no me. <laughs> and... So my, my no, thought... No, the, the Bar are wrestling the New Day. Yeah, so that, that... I don't think there's enough tag team matches. So, what you... <laughs> so is HBK... My, my thought is that HBK is going to be refereeing. Well, that's, a, that's everyone's it. thought. They yeah. just haven't, they haven't got to that part of the story. Probably next week. Time. Yeah, you well, so Triple H will be addressing yeah, the so situation next week. It's going to be a, the three three of those guys. They're they're married together in this whole situation. So yeah, know, he's def- he's definitely. I feel he's definitely going to be there. So do you, uh, can I just bring up a point? And you guys probably don't have any issues with it, and I'm not sure if I do either. But the AJ Styles Samoa Joe Championship match. Yeah, the fact that they still haven't fought at Hell in the Cell is. Are we concerned that we're booking shows before? They haven't announced that that's a championship match at Super Showdown yet. They just said they're wrestling each other. Obviously, they're wrestling at Hell in a Cell. Well, if Joe wins, AJ gets a rematch. If Joe loses, okay. the first match was a disqualification. I'm okay with him getting a second shot. That They've got a pretty strong storyline now where it's built on a personal family sort of yeah. line. This one's going to go right through to probably... Um, Survivor Series, you would have thought. Yeah, I think so. Well, they they touched on it again on on SmackDown really well. You know, they just give you a little bit of it. You know, not overdoing it. You know, just enough to get you, yeah, really invested. And those in two guys know each other so well that yeah. they, they 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 can tell this story. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how. They, I, I think they it needs to be a championship match in Melbourne. Uh, it will be the way the card's shaping up. It needs to be a championship. Well, match. now we're not going to definitely not going to get any Raw titles. Yeah, because obviously the guys from oh, Ziggler and McIntyre are now the tag champs. So every Raw title well, we don't want another tag team match. Well, every Raw title is now built into that uh, trip, that three way tag match. Yeah, I think with with all the yeah, it's so many tag matches on the on the card. Is Teddy Long booking the show? He loves a tag match. That's I didn't. Uh, not sure if you knew that. Seeing I, I haven't heard anything that we've spoken about all night. Did we ask? <laughs> did we ask Adam Brooks about Buddy Murphy fighting for the cruiserweight title here in Melbourne? No, we didn't. No, we we, t- we touched on him being his uh, trainer and yeah, his yeah, best okay. mate and stuff. And, like my, that. and one of my favourite wrestlers. Yeah. Good. Uh, Were you here? We? When? When we interviewed Adam Brooks. <laughs> I think I 
He hasn't been here all night, I don't think. MCW and Wrestle Rock tickets are on sale for the weekend of Super Showdown. So there's just two of the events that are going to be on. There was also talk about a PCW event well, as well. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard. Still haven't heard from that. them yet. But they run a show every weekend, yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me. They uh, wouldn't run Saturday night, though, obviously. They're not going to go up against. No, but if you do want to go to Wrestle Rock or MCW on the Friday, I'd be getting tickets straight away because. I think that MCW show sold a third of its tickets wow, in yeah. the first. Well, the, well, my wife brought my or oh, our tickets to MCW on the Friday God night. Bless her. Yeah, she's really getting supportive yeah, in this wrestling good. gig. Um, and she was on within the first minute, and the first two rows sold out in that first minute. Yeah. But we're just GA. We'll just go general. Yeah, right. uh, so Wrestle Rock's on the Saturday afternoon, isn't it? Prior yeah, to like lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. So we've got great. we got tickets to that as well. We've definitely got in early because I know these two shows are going to sell out. Yeah, um, I know we were talking to Greg from the B Plus, and he's uh, he's got his tickets. He's coming over from Adelaide, so I think a lot of people are travelling and they'll want to go to these shows. Yep. All right, let's rock through it. Mayhem Wrestling's their first show is Sunday week. Really looking forward to that Sunday show. Oh. Four o'clock start, isn't it? Yep. Always yeah. look looking forward to a Sunday show. See, I hope uh, I hope they. Uh, get, Go off really well. Well, they've announced another match as well. They've got Lindo and Camby versus the Brat Pack. Oh, and I don't think you can call them the Brat Pack. No, but you know, they, oh, so it's against it's Wet Waterman and uh, Slick Nick. Uh, yeah, but the, who that, wrestle? Who will be wrestling this Camby against Camby and Lindo this Saturday as, as the, the Brat Pack? pack. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Underworld Wrestling episode two. Is now available on Pivot Share. Yes, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but the reports have been amazing, and I'll definitely watch that Friday. I think I'll get onto that. Yeah, I'll be definitely watching it this week. Heaps of shows coming up: seventh uh, of September, PCW Slam at Ferntree Gully, BCW Extreme Battle Night, uh, Extreme Battle Night Three, which is in Sydney, and that's featuring RVD, Tajiri, Shane Douglas, Sabu, and Dominic Danucci. Yeah, they'll all be there. Yeah. And then they're on again the next night. On the Melbourne. next night, the 8th of uh, September here in Melbourne as well. Melbourne City Wrestling Fight to Survive is on at Essendon. Adam Brooks versus Stevie Philippe and a traditional Survivor Series match as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The promos, we were talking about it off air. The promos have been really entertaining. 1980s style WWE Survivor Series. It's been fun. Adelaide Championship Wrestling Evolve is in prospect. Tickets from $10. That's a good value. Can't it go is. wrong. Yeah. And ACW have a show at the uh, Baldface Stag Hotel. And apparently it's TNT... A- AWF, sorry. I mean, that was a oh, okay. And apparently TNT has offered to give Lyle a belated birthday shout if he attends. I did see that on Twitter. Oh, really? I've got to go to Sydney this week to get a shout out for my birthday. It was a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Look, TNT's a busy it. man. He can't be expected to remember your birthday. Probably about to tee up an interview while I'm there, surely. 50 bucks. You give him 50 bucks if he gets the interview, no. or that's what it's going to cost us? Oh, hang on. I might make an earnier. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an upcoming show that you want us to promote, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. We are more than happy to talk about all shows right around this great big country of ours. Guys, you haven't told me what you thought of my uh, interview with Dowie James. on uh, It's been on Facebook on Warzone Wrestling's uh, Facebook page. Can we get a little bit of help here? <laughs> I, I ad-libbed that. That was good. I thought you did well. You got out of the no, way. You, did, you, you didn't take any of the hits Wait, of the baseball bat. I knew that you guys wouldn't be able to function if I'd got injured in that baseball bat. No, oh, right. we, exactly. we had Jake's T on speed dial, mate. We would have been right. Yeah. 
No, you did very well, mate. No, nah, well done. You. Well done. Very proud of you. You did us I'm proud. Very supportive, you guys. I'm taking you to places that you've never been before. <laughs> See you later. It's been a great show, as always. Thank you to Adam Brooks for joining us. Uh, you may have heard in that interview with Adam Brooks, I think I said that we were talking to Crackerjack next week. We are. Yes. Very, the mad very bastard. Exciting. Yeah, looking very forward to that. Exciting. In the studio, too. Amazing. I love so there may not be too studio. much more for the 40 minutes. It might just be an exclusive Crackerjack interview. For if I know Crackerjack, it may just be Crackerjack. Yeah. And um, it could go for an hour and a half. And, and the, that'll be fine And the well. topics could be anything. Could anything. Be, could be two-parter. I hope you show up next week, Tony, unlike this week. I'm here. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> but we'll be at MCW on Saturday night, uh, so come say hello. Come say hello. Give us a shout-out. Uh, we'll catch you again next time here on On The Turnbuckle. Thanks for joining us once more. MyPodcastHouse.com is where you'll find all these fantastic podcasts. Uh, join in and have a listen. We'll catch you again next week. Till then. <laughs>